They told me for years there was no money in podcasting. Well, they were all wrong. This is an ambiguous podcast solutions original podcast. A podcast years in the making. Centered around You're listening to Talking with Tarasha. With your host and founder of Ambiguous Podcast Solutions, Will Tarashuk. Join Will and his guests as they talk about anything and everything under the sun. Now, without further ado, let's do this. Yes, I know I have gray hair. And welcome everyone! Ricky, I did that just for you, buddy. The old I figured, oh God. My name is Will Tarashuk. This is the Talking with Tarashuk podcast, and we are live, L-I-V-E, and in color across two YouTube channels, two Twitch channels, and I believe a Facebook. So that is all very exciting. If you are going to join us in the chat, or if you're going to join us after the chat, after we are live, submit your questions in the chat down below, and I'll make sure they get answered eventually, as long as they don't suck. If it's your first time here, uh, this is the unknown, unnamed nonsense edition where myself, the man behind the board, Christian Wright, and my guest today, King Ricky Rosé. From the Kings of the Rings podcast. You can put, you can put the Christian, you can put that on the try screen right now. Because we're about to get right into this shit. So, Ricky. Yes, sir. My friend, thanks for being here. I know we said a long time to Kings of the Rings podcast we were going to do this. But I'm glad today is finally the day. Yeah, it is it is finally the day. I mean, also, you know, GM of Wrestling Greater where Kings of the Rings podcast can also be found. It is, it is really funny because you keep on taking pretty much everybody else from Wrestle Addict Radio. And you finally got to me as your last person. Hey, man, you, main, main event got to come on sometime. That, that is very true. That is very true. Just after main event took like three months. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we've been <laughs> a lot of shit going on here. So, uh, Fair. Christian, I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago, hmm. we kind of talked a lot of shit up in the part of the episode, my friend Ricky, because uh, Ricky and I do a post show on King's Rings podcast, Yeah, uh, which streams live every Wednesday night, 8 o'clock. Okay. That's uh, true. What's the name of it? Kings, Kings of the Rings, of the Rings podcast. podcast. Kings of the Rings. It's my baby. It's my first podcast. We've been doing it for eight years this uh, this February. So that February. he gave to me. That I gave like to, three I did, years ago. I did mm. hand over to Ricky. Ricky is now All in right. charge. Pass the baton. Yeah, I did. I had to pass the baton. I'm glad I did because it's a burden off my back. I just got to go on and have fun. So it's great. Uh, but we, after after the show, we had our post show with uh, top tier Taquan. Shout out to Taquan. Yeah, shout um, out to Taquan. Taquan's the man. And we played Is It Racist? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I remember what we're talking about. So, we played it multiple times. Kate never gets involved. We we did. So we actually covered both times on this podcast. We covered Ricky. two different things, I think. We things. said, that you asked me, is it racist? Yeah. You're like, Christian, you're black, you're Puerto Rican. That, you know, that counts for something. Is it racist? It counts for something. <laughs> so, Rick, uh, Ricky, I don't know if you heard the whole episode of what you heard, but. No, I saw the TikTok clip perfect. today so this morning. TikTok clip? All right, so. Uh, I'll let you rebut. We're not going to go back and forth, and we're going to let Sleeping Dogs lie from there. But well, why don't you, uh, you know, talk about uh, tell tell the audience what what the what the question was? What the question was? So the question was, well, the first one was about uh, Clarence Thomas doing blackface. No, not Clarence Thomas doing blackface. A black kid making his skin darker um, to look like Clarence Thomas. And the mm. question was, mm-hmm. is it racist? Yeah. Uh, the other one was. The firing of Minneapolis teachers. They were firing the white teachers first when the union agreed to it. Um, and they didn't base it off tenure. They based it off equity. Uh, and they wanted their... their their um, No, their, but you their, have to their, be their specific. Teach- race, like racial color equity, not... Yes, color equity. You know what I mean? Uh, so so they, mm-hmm. want, they want their teachers to be more representative of their student body. Of a student population, right, yeah. Which this, this one we didn't really argue about. We argued about the Clarence Thomas one. We did argue about the Clarence Thomas one because I was just yeah. like, I was just like, at that point, Ricky, I was like, okay, we're gonna talk about this. We're just gonna throw the definition of racism because we're not gonna agree on it. But that mm. is what you rebutted to on the TikTok video. 
uh, when I just I pretty much said uh, that I just disagree with the power structure definition when it comes to racism, yeah. um, which you do not. And you, you're going to eloquate your point better than I can. So please, mm-hmm. what do you got to say about this topic? The floor is yours. Okay. Yeah, thank you. So I know what first started our initial um, conversation with the Clarence Thomas thing, he said it's racist. And I said it's not racist. It's more colorist than anything, um, which I know Christian spoke on like on another uh, episode as well, because I also did see that clip as well where you talked about colorism. highest rated video, by the way. Of course it is. By far. Um, <laughs> by far. <laughs> by far, <laughs> dude. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. And I said, uh, clearly by definition, um, you know, Black people can't be racist. I know your argument was that, you know, it sounds like it's, you know, being defeatist and victim blaming. And to that, I, to that I say, to that I say, and don't take this the wrong way, but like you can't tell the oppressed how to feel how to feel about the oppressor. Correct. Number one, no, um, <laughs> you know. Number two, when you look from a English from an English language perspective, racism ism connotes system. So racism inherently is a systemic problem. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, you. Um, you could define racism, or I define racism, and it is in in a dictionary definition of racism as socio political and economic systems by the the dominant race using those systems to oppress uh, lower minority races, essentially. And so, by that definition, I say yes, black people cannot be racist. They can be prejudiced, and racism and prejudice are different. More so, again, focusing on the ism, meaning it's systemic. Prejudice and people being prejudiced or discriminatory doesn't necessarily have to be systemic. Racism inherently, by definition that I use, is systemic. Mm, really put me in a box here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, by the definition... I, I'll, I'll give... I'll give- one that uh, was very well put. It, it was very say. well put. I told you, man. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky is Ricky's fucking yeah. smart. He's a smart guy, and he's very well spoken. You use the definitions. I will. Um, I will say systemically, I would say you're correct. It right. is. It is very, very difficult. If not, it's in the current state impossible for systemically someone who is not white to be racist to a white person. Yeah. Yes. Systemically. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. I think that's very hard to find an example of, if not impossible. Really? See, you, no, it's see, hard to find a systemic racism. No, I'm saying for the other example. way around. The other way around. Oh, you mean for oh for for for, for, a, for, a, for a minority to do against a white person? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, very, very hard to find an example. <laughs> I was like, I can pull out ten for yeah, you right I, now. I, I can also, I can find multiple. <laughs> but, but, yeah. um, I believe there's a, a a broader definition than just systemic. And one way this guy put on me in TikTok with centuries, it's like. Yeah, there's systemic and there's also name calling. <laughs> kind yeah, of. Name I mean, if somebody me. if somebody says a racial slur, you're gonna say that's not racist. You like in that example, you can't really throw um, the definition of you know in, in context to it being systemic. You can say a racist thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. And like for the example of the the the. I guess what you're saying is the distinction is between what you're calling it. So like the example of like sure. the teachers being fired for being white, that's kind of racist, you know, but I guess you would call that discrimination as opposed to, uh, you know, yes, racist, I would, I would racism based off the, the systemic context of it's not systemic. But in that in that example, it is kind of systemic because I don't know. I don't know the specifics. Will if it was a public school system, I, or if I it believe, was an individual I school, it, I believe it was public. I believe it was public. So that is mm. a, that is you know the school system in that town 
mm-hmm. you know, in a way, I mean, not even in a way, oppressing, you know, white teachers. It sounds hilarious, but you'd have to you'd have to analyze the, the system. Right. I, I feel like you'd have to analyze the system to get a more base. Like, is it to get to the true core? Like, well, I guess is this for really you, is, racist? It, is it the reason behind it? Like, you like, is it a racist reason? Is it just motivated by hate? But you, in that example that Will was talking about with the teachers, it's not mm-hmm. motivated by hate. It's no. motivated by by racial. There's no need to. There's no need to oppress. Yeah. Right. So I kind of get what you're saying. I still don't think it's right, you know, to fire teachers because they're white. I I think it's a funky situation the way that it reads. Mm. That's why I really want to get yeah. to the nitty gritty. I mean, because like, these from, people, they're people. Yeah. They're out. Of, they're out of work just based no, off them. Uh, being white. Well, they're going like to sue instead someone. Instead of no colors, it's like they're, no whites, you know, no whites here. You they're they're going to sue someone and they're going to win big. They're going to win. The, the thing in that particular instance for me that got me thrown for a loop was the union. The fact that the union agreed to it. Which, That's why I'm wondering how is it explained to the union and what like, yeah. like what kind of, what kind of under the table agreements were made before this oh. came? Yeah. Because if I'm a teacher, do I sue the union or the school or both? Are you eliminating people based on? Because if you have tenure, it's really hard to get rid of them. Right. You know. So know. like, they who said, are you, they said, who ten, you they said tenure didn't matter. Oh yeah, it's okay. I remember that now. That was part of the agreement. Tenure I do remember didn't that matter. Now, yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. We could go back and forth all day and look into it, but this podcast is going to be so much more of this random ridiculousness. Yeah, Ricky, I'm glad you got to air your piece. We're, um, we're live. We're we're live. Right? We are well, live. We are live. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At the end of the day, I mean, I love talking about race with Ricky because it's at the end of the day, it's fun. And mm. I know there's it's, there's only one thing I can say to make us not be friends anymore. I'm not going to cross that line. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, so yeah. As long as, as, long I, feel as like it, learn, I feel like it's political. Yeah. No, as long as you learn something from from me and you get a gain like a maybe a broader perspective on things, I'm, I've done my job. Yeah, no, I like, and that's why I like talking to you about a lot of different things because I appreciate your perspective because, mm-hmm. like I've said multiple times, you are a college-educated, master's-level, very intelligent, wise person um, that I can talk to with pretty much anything about, and what think was, uh, I would get a unique perspective. What on. was your? Uh, what did you? What was your master? Well, what 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 was your? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you. I got a bachelor's degree. I got a bachelor's of science in psychology from Towson University, nice. and master's in mental health counseling, master's of the arts in that mental health give. counseling from Hofstra University. So psychology right. so that and can, that, that psychology can be used in pretty much any conversation. I, like <laughs> I, I was guessing maybe political science. What's up? I was. Are we? Yeah, oh, we, yeah you're back. I thought I, thought I heard a dropout. Uh, I was thinking political science, you know, or something like that. Because, no, um, I knew. But I psychology knew. is like, you know, another one of those things where you tend to have a deep perspective. And psychology is a pseudoscience. It's a soft science. It's not going to be. Um, there's nothing. In psychology and counseling in general, there's nothing really concrete. There's many different ways to help somebody who's mentally ill. Mm. And you just got to find what works for the person. You also got to find what techniques work for you. So I'm always trying to learn and grasp different things. And Mm. I also have a varied an eclectic group of friends will can tell you like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah me as me as well i have also know, very I my friends scour of friends. the world and i think i'm not scour but it scours all different races and ethnicities. it comes from the fact that i think that one uh i went to private school growing up and i was around just people of different races uh for a very very long time and two by the time i was 16 i had been to england france italy greece australia Mexico and Canada a couple of times. So I've been, I was fortunate enough um, to see different people from different walks of life literally around the world. 
And I came to this conclusion very, very quickly that we're all the fucking same. Can I curse? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, we're I, all... I, yeah. I, I had that experience as well. Yeah, we're, we're all the fucking same. Like, we don't, like, I don't need to judge you about some of the things you do. I, more importantly, I need to learn from you right. and yeah. experience I mean, different things. Like, I stayed yeah. with a French family for like three weeks and they only spoke French and I didn't know a lick of French, but I fucking learned for those three days you know how to communicate and get around and I've, I've always kind of had a knack for learning and and learning new things and people fascinate me that's why i got into the business of psychology and mental health yeah i i, th I think um there's a lot of like okay guys i want to ask your opinion on this we haven't even gotten to our first question but we'll get mm -hmm. i think uh and will you're gonna be mad at me about something i'm gonna tell you later um america because I've gone to Europe multiple times. I need to go back are, to Europe. I love that fucking And place. people are different. Because what I realize when I come, and this is a bold statement. I mean, it's, it's, it's true, but people just aren't going to like it. Because America is a melting pot, it tends to be one of the most racist places that you can live. Because mm -hmm. there's so many different cultures. Yeah. You have to deal yes. with it. It's in front of you. Um, I forgot where I was going with it. But basically, actually do it. I do remember. A lot of the stigmas and stereotypes and racism, yes, it does exist, but I think we internalize it way too much as Americans um, with these different things because you realize, you know, we're actually not that different. When I started working in corporate America, it was definitely somewhat of uh, a shock, a, a, you know, culture shock, but I started learning and I was like, you know, some, you know, people started becoming. I've started making some great friends, mm -hmm. but it's prior to that where, you know, all of these inner stigmas and things that we internalize just from growing up in this country and in media and how it's pushed this, that, and the third, it shapes your mind to, th to think certain things about certain people, mm -hmm. you know, with yeah. these different kind of labels and things and rushes to judgment, uh, pre, you know, conceptions about people and things of that nature. So I think once you actually start integrating and you meet different types of people, you know, Asian, white, black, Indian, Spanish, you start realizing you have a lot more in common than you actually do that's different. Do part, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A uh, question for you, Christian. Did you, yeah. well, you said you've been to Europe multiple times. Was that through an organization by any chance? No, no. Oh, okay. No. I went, and a little story here, that's how I was able to go to Europe. I went through this government-funded organization called People to People Student Ambassadors. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it. Essentially, what happens is you get nominated based on, like, your your test scores or from somebody else in the program. Like, I don't know who nominated me for People to People the first time, but essentially they, they find you and they offer you to go with a group of people from, like, the New York, Long Island area, from all these other places. Uh, all the other states have People to People Student Ambassadors as well to go see different parts of the world. So from what I've what I got from it and when I learned the history of it that people people student ambassadors was founded by Eisenhower Eisenhower brought together some of the more, most powerful people including Walt Disney of his time together to help fund this program the idea of the program was that if we can get the youth to travel around the world and get to know each other we can help further foster world peace among the nations because you'll re you'll realize like you said christian that we're not really that different from each other we're, we're not, all pretty we're much the same and so this thing has been people has been going on forever that's how i was able to go to europe and australia and i met like i have a letter i had a letter my mom probably has it from like a member of parliament recruiting like come to europe blah 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 like it was pretty yeah. dope 
you know, and being able to see all those things at such a young age is once you're 18, you phase out. I think language has a lot to do with it, too. That it does. But you can get around language really quickly. Well, I mean, like just the the misconceptions about people. The problem is you're not communicating. You know, I went to uh, Spain and I see an Arabic guy ethnically and a black woman speaking fluent Spanish, having a conversation with each other. Yeah. You know, that's not something you see here. Not, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, whoa. The first time, because I, I went to Spain twice. Yeah. Um, and I did some traveling while I was there, bouncing around. But I saw things like that. And I was like, oh, this, this makes for a much more um, harmonic kind of outcome is just, you know, language. People yeah. speaking the same language and communicating. And that puts a lot of whatever negativity there is to rest because now you're having a conversation Mm -hmm. you know that's just uh my observation of uh you know going abroad i need to travel more i've only been to jamaica i've only i've only been to jamaica and that was for spring break and but it wasn't the best representation of traveling abroad you know what i mean yeah you probably said they speak english there they speak english there they speak really good english a lot of bar marley on the on on the uh on the resort outside resort there was just posters there's just posters of bob marley everywhere (laughs) (laughs) no it's just like it's like like so typical on the resort they're like oh americans just want to hear bob marley it's what they think off the resort that's kind of what uh, probably what a lot of americans think. yeah it is but like off the resort they there was just like you know, it was this local whatever. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of I think a lot of Americans actually think like you know Africa is like you know bunch like of Bob Marley like like around. the no I mean like the Lion King. You know yeah. they, they don't realize there's, they don't realize there's actually Actual like there's cities and people. It's it's you know, not it's, all a giant Serengeti like yeah, you know Af- I mean? African music is. And, and, and the thing is, I, I listen to some African music. It's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah? It's awesome. Yeah, my Spotify playlist. I got a whole I mean, playlist I'm, I'm, full of I'm, African I'm music. I'm happy that, uh, you know, African music in whatever form is just being, now in the most modern contemporary form is Afrobeats. Yeah, dude. You know, <laughs> 10 years ago, that, so it, it, it wasn't like really too. being represented, um, not in mainstream, you know, over here in, the, in, in this hemisphere. You know, yeah. like, it wasn't really represented, but now it is. So I think it's a beautiful thing. I think the world is becoming more globalized to the extent where, like, yeah. you hear Bad Bunny, who's not speaking a lick of English. But it's fluent in English. It's fluent. Can speak he, it. Hell of a wrestler. He can, but he's, hell of a wrestler, on yeah. the songs, he's speaking completely Spanish. Artist of the on, year. On a New York English-speaking hip-hop station. Selling out Yankee Stadium. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And people yeah. are like, yo, like I don't even know what he's saying, but the cadence is crazy and it just feels good. It's he incredible. is on a world tour. He has sold out Yankee Stadium. He sold out Allegiant Stadium. He sold out AT&T Stadium where the Dallas Cowboys People play. talk about Drake, but Bad Bunny is like, he's like Mickey Mouse. Yes. Like he's, he's, Dude, he's he is. Global. It's, it's, it's the, and the hair goes like this. Too. It's the hair. It's the hair. <laughs> he's global. When I say Mickey, because, you know, everybody knows who Mickey Mouse is. Yeah. Bad yeah. Bunny is like one of the biggest artists in the world. And one of the best it, marketed artists and ever. And did it too. fairly quickly. I'd like to actually like to pick your brain on that. I did not know that he was marketed uh, so well. It was just happening. I didn't. He's, he's only been around since 2013, 2014 is when he was on the ground. I only know a lot of his stuff because I do trivia night on like mm. Thursday nights. And one of the trivias, because we were. One of the trivia nights we did was Bad Bunny trivia, so I had to look up a bunch of crap about him. Yeah, there you go. So I was, he's he's he hasn't been he's been around for less my, than a my, decade. Been my friend was for maybe uh, two years. My friend was uh was on an elevator with him. Didn't know who this is like right before 
Bad Bunny. Shit got he real, yeah. became Bad Bunny, you know. <laughs> he, 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 a friend's in a steel pan band. He was opening for another band that was playing, and he was on a... It's on an elevator with a guy with a funky haircut because you know how Bad Bunny does. He yeah. Does, he does the, the zigzags and all the things. He of his own drum. He didn't know sure. who he was. Yes, he um, But shortly after, he was like, oh, yeah, I was on an elevator with Bad Bunny. Had no, had no clue. So, <laughs> crazy, how, you know. crazy how things happen. Stardom, right? All right, Chris, let's ask, let's ask a question. Let's so, ask a question. Th- th- this happens. I'm hoping they'll be, they'll be uh, just as interesting as our conversation so far because uh, – it's feeling good. Well, that, that's how it's that's how this podcast goes. Sometimes you go a half hour without even asking a question. <laughs> Very true. So, but how this podcast works? The first time listening, or if you're in the chat room, uh, we have a giant list of random questions. It's 201 and counting, um, and we kind of just ask them and see what the conversation goes from there. If we kind of get lost and you go back to center, right back to the questions. Uh, if you're in the chat, make sure to ask your question. If you're listening on the repeat, come join us next week or the week after, and maybe a few weeks after because we're doing some housekeeping pretty soon. Um, and ask your questions. So, Christian, put that camera on you and ask the first question. All right. I'm going to give my uninformed opinion on this one after I ask. Because <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I watch them sometimes, so you might have an idea what I'm about to ask. Mm-hmm. Which is harder, WWE or UFC? The floor, gentlemen. Oof, I saw this on the list, too. Um, I, I wanted to ask this question with either Ricky or Jared here. Because so like at first, okay, so Ricky, let's let's set the parameters for what we're defining as harder. Okay. Because that that is most that, important. That yeah, that's how important. are we defining harder? Because I'm gonna say you know uninformed opinion. I'm saying UFC. Most people would. Most people would. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's real out there. It's real for WWE too to an extent, but you know. He, here's here's my thing with. Go ahead, here's, Ricky. Here's, here's my thing. I'm going to say WWE based on this notion alone. It's easy. If you want to fight, you can find it's easy to fight because fighting for most people besides fight or flight and other sort of, you know, responses. Here comes my psych line coming through is a natural instinct for a lot of people. You have the, you have the capability to defend yourself because again, that's natural and you can train to do it. These, these are all natural movements. WWE is kind of like golf. They are unnatural mm. movements because not only are you defending yourself, but you're kind of doing a song and dance. It's a choreographed performance with mm. somebody. So it's like, like it, I'm supposed to get my ass whooped right now. So exactly. I like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to take this punch or take this body slam where if where Christmas someone were to come up to you in the street and try to body slam you, you're resistant. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> like, and I, like with yeah. versus WWE, you're fake resistant if you're supposed yeah. to get body slammed. You're, you're working with your opponent as opposed to against well, your opponent. Exactly. Ricky, I don't know. I don't remember who said it's this. It's like ballroom dancing, maybe. It is. Kind it's of. Exactly, ballroom dancing it's, awesome. it's, it's physical it ballroom dancing. But it's like, mm. I forget where I heard it, but it's like, the moves are the easy part. It's how you respond to moves getting done to you is what the hard part is of professional wrestling. WWE. Yeah. Um. And I'll add to that, like, you know, UFC, it's a lot of training. The fight itself is brutal. You see the picture of the faces before and after the fight, you know. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Injuries happen all the time. But what I will say with WWE is it is all year round. Never like, stops. Years upon mm. years upon years. You know, you, you can do a training camp for, th- like, two months, have mm-hmm. the fight, and then take six months off. In fact, you have to, so your body can recover. And you, WWE, get, paid, you get paid. I'm about to say, not it. to mention, you get compensated for those fights. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, WWE is you're doing five matches a week sometimes. Yeah. In front of nobody, so it's I would say physically. On top mm, of training too. On top of training, 
I would say physic physically, UFC might be harder because it is actually real and people get their brains turned into pudding. You get kicked in the head. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like they get they get limbs broken. Like they also for UFC, you gotta cut weight. Mm. That like you gotta maintain your body even when you're not. In right. training camp. WWE doesn't have weight classes. No. I mean, we, they, we have we have fake weight classes, but they also still have to maintain an image. Like, for instance, Brock Lesnar just can't... Well, never mind. I, Brock Lesnar's a bad example. Because yeah, Brock Lesnar can, can do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> <laughs> a wrestler, like someone lower in the card, a wrestler... All right, let's take a female wrestler, for example. Like Austin Theory. It's like Austin Theory. Austin Theory can't just all a of a sudden A rising grow, star, yeah. right? And Austin part of his appeal is that he's All ripped. of a sudden just grow out, grow like long hair and a giant beard and look like Tom Hanks from Castle. Like, he can't do that because he kind of has an image to keep because that's the image that they're promoting mm. and they're pushing towards the towards the public of this mm. is that guy. So, like, they still have to stay in some sort of shape. Like, Bianca Belair, for instance, Bianca Belair was on, um, was on college, was on college, was on game day. Bianca Belair was on game day yeah. on ESPN. Was Bianca Belair wearing her natural hair? No. She was wearing the fake ponytail that she always has to wear at every public appearance. <laughs> she probably wore it in the airport. The same ponytail. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a ponytail. Like she has beautiful like natural hair, but she wears. Yeah, Christian, like a, Christian, Christian, pull the picture of her. Pull Bianca, the, yeah, Bel pull Bianca Belair. Bianca she, Belair. Gorgeous woman. Fabulous yeah. backstory. Really gorgeous, and uh, yeah. her, her her hair the giant the giant braid is fake. Yeah, it's a clip. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a clip. All right, yeah. let's uh, do let's it really well. It is a clip. Yeah, see, see if you can pull it up. What we got here? I got you. Yeah. Just uh, give me a second. You guys keep talking. Yeah. So like, yeah. So she has to. She still has to keep lug that, that around, and she has to wrestle with it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it's that's not necessarily an easy thing to do either. Yeah. Now like. UFC, you could do that, but yeah, why would you Bianca. do that? Yeah, yeah, there, there she is. You see yeah. all the hair, and then like on the bottom left is what her natural hair looks like. Oh, just right, right yeah. over here. Right and over like here. That, that top right, right there, you can see the braid going down her side. Yeah. Oh, this girl's a wrestler? Yeah. yeah. No, wow. she's, she is a gymnast. She, she is, is a, a freak of No, she of wasn't a gymnast. She was a, oh, my God, look at this picture. Bodybuilder? No, no, she was a, she's a Division One track star. Track, that's what it is. Is she Bianca is about to slam this girl? Is that yeah, what's happening? Yeah, fuck her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, so <laughs> this woman is freaky strong. Oh, I think these are the track days. Yeah, no, 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 that's still SmackDown. That's SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. For a second, I thought she was doing hurdles. <laughs> she, she is. <laughs> she is doing hurdles. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, like, she was the Vision One track star at the University of Tennessee and was a was an All-American. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, Serious she athlete. Is, she is Serious athlete. no joke. No joke at all, but like she has to keep up that image of the long ponytail whenever she's in public or doing public appearances. You know, yeah, on right. top of Will's thing too as well, even though UFC, you take that all that time off and WWE wrestlers aren't taking that much time off, you also have the added point of like, these people are traveling constantly. Yeah, constantly. Like we're they're, talking They're in Memphis on Monday and then they're in like Nashville on Tuesday and then they're down in Atlanta on Wednesday. And then you get two and, days off and then you're traveling again. So, yeah. how, so how do we make this distinction? Like uh, I would say lifestyle. I would say the like the, the harder whole thing. harder lifestyle. Like the harder life, right? Like so, like not and like if, not if, just if you're, if you're saying physically, I might give it to UFC because it is more right. real. I bet them guys are in a tub full of guys and girls in tub tub full of ice. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and can't walk for days after if, those. If fights. you want to do mentally, they stand up long enough to put their arm up for the win. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, and if then and they keep it together, and then they go in the back and, and just collapse. Over. Yeah. If you know, like in Creed, when he was showing him like coming <laughs> home, and he's just like, oh, "Maybe I can't do this anymore." Like, you, you know, you come home beat up, man. Yeah, yeah. 
It's when we tie it all together. Uh, I'm I am gonna say WWE because of this the grinds, the train, the constant training, the image, like physically, mentally, and emotionally. Mm. PR it's, appearances. It's it's so much more than UFC. But if we're going just physically, I will give it to UFC. I would, um, I would agree with that. Yeah. But you know, like Fran once Francis Ngannou is done fighting, you don't really hear from him for a while. You know, like uh, uh, my my man Kamaru Usman. He just lost his title. Went on Joe Rogan. We're not talking about then. that. You haven't, seen him, you haven't seen him since. I know. I was so sad he lost too. But like these guys are in the public eye and really gotta go hard just for a little bit. Then they got also they gotta do it through sauna testing. So like <laughs> yeah. that's annoying too. So like it's they're both are hard, but the, the actual whole lifestyle. Who would I rather not be? In terms of difficulty, it's probably WWE because it's just, it's so much it more. Like, did you ever see? I mean, I know you probably saw the John Cena. Well, you saw the John Cena documentary like years ago when they did one, and yes. like how he would be up at like four, five in the morning, not to work out, not to practice, but to Media. do phone calls and PR. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Over, oh, really? over the it's, around the world. Especially yeah, during WrestleMania really, week, you you yeah. really are a whole personality. That that's that's the difference. He has passed yeah. six hundred fifty mega wishes. What? Did he passed six fifty. Yeah, he just he, has, he, has, he, has, he had broke his own record. What, like, every a, single day. We talking about like Make a Wish Foundation. Yeah, yeah John Cena yeah. has the most Make a Make a Wish by uh, far. <laughs> John Cena is so famous. He's yeah. also such a nice like, person. He's, like I mean, yeah. he's he's famous to the extent like obviously he's been in movies and things, but like people that don't even know wrestling watch wrestling. People like me. Who didn't grow up watching wrestling? I've always known who John Cena was. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that I mean, I'm sure the comments gonna go at us for this, but that's why I put the question on here because you know there is no right or wrong answer. If someone's gonna make a really good argument for you, seem like you know what? Yeah, you're right. Fuck, fuck wrestling. <laughs> 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 All right, Christian. Next question. That was a good. One. I'm glad we got to ask that finally. Ah, uh, okay. Put that camera on you. There we go. What did you name your first car? This is an easy one. Ooh, what did you name your first car? I didn't name mine. Do, oh, we, do, we, do, okay. we, do we ask this question before? No, we didn't. No? I, 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 I remember. I was like, what the hell did I name my first car? Okay, I do remember what, what I named my first car. So, yeah. Um, oh, go ahead, Ricky. You first. Yeah, this it's it's very long. It's the um, it's the F1 War Machine, a.k.a. Al Davis. There is a story behind this. Al, Al Davis, Davis. Like, like the basketball player? Um, Al Davis, like the owner of the Oakland Raiders. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What Davis? My, I'm thinking of Big Baby. You're <laughs> thinking, Davis? No, no, you're thinking of Anthony Davis over Los Anthony Angeles. Da I was just talking about him. His unibrow, <laughs> the, the brow, which he made no, a brand, which he can't shave because it's his brand. He it's can't his get brand. Rid of it. It's like the WWE thing. That's why yeah. you know I'm bringing yeah. that into there. So. It's his brand. No, All right, so, so named it Al Davis. So what's the story behind Al Davis? Put that camera on him. Finish. Yeah, the F1 War Machine, aka Al Davis. Um, so when I was looking for a car, this was after my sophomore year of college. Uh, we were looking for a car. We ended up, one of my mom's friends found a car in a circular. Um, it was, at the time, this was like 2009. So we found an 08 Camry. Found a 2008 Camry out in like Islip, Long Island. Found a 2008 Camry being sold by the owner. Had like 5,000 miles on it. Um, my sister's, my sister's fiance, now ex-fiance, or fiance at the time, the father is also a mechanic. We told him about it. He literally said, put Ricky on the phone. He puts me on the phone. He goes, he pretty much said, I don't care if it's fucking pink, you're getting this car. Like, cause it was like, it's a car with 5,000 miles on it, like less than a year old. It's a steal. Yeah, take it. Yeah, take it. <laughs> Duh, take it. It's a steal. Um, so we got to, 
we we got to the we negotiated with the people. It was an elderly couple. I think their last names were Cervenka. Um, so like the they were both retired and they only needed really one car and they had just gotten this car. This car also had um auto start on it because why do old people need oh. auto start? But I nice. I was like great, perfect. Um, so we were negotiating with the husband. Husband goes, I got to talk to the boss. So the boss comes out, who's his wife. And my mom goes, oh, you're the boss. And she goes, yeah, and the war department as well. Hence war machine. Mm. F1, my last name, beginning with F1, my first car. Al Davis being the owner of my favorite football team, the Oakland Raiders. So war machine, F1 war machine is his nickname. Al Davis is the real name of the car. It was also silver. Silver 08 Toyota Camry. That helps. Raiders colors are silver and black. There you go. Mm. A lot of so, thought into that. No, that's, War that's, Machine, the comic great book, answer. War Machine is also a silver Iron Man character as well, so it also works. Yes, out. he is. No, it all it all ties in. That's yeah. a good. That's a good one. I don't think I named my first car. It was a. I think it was like a 2004 black Toyota Corolla. I didn't have it for that long because I totaled it <laughs> within. Within like three months, he totaled it. three yeah, to six months, I totaled it. <laughs> yeah, he did. It was I don't I don't remember. I don't remember how, where I got it either. I think my dad might have picked up off a lot. Um, so yeah, I totaled that one. My fault. I was an idiot. My second car I got from Uncle Phil. It was Phil. a nineteen. 19- you have an Uncle Phil? I yeah, he Uncle has Phil. an Uncle Phil. Nice. Yeah. Um. So shout out to Uncle Phil. It was a rest in peace, Uncle Phil. No, Word. he's still alive. No, not that. Not that. I know, that, I know that. that Uncle Phil. Yeah, <laughs> Will, Will say, Smith. Fresh shouldn't Prince. say that though. Fresh Let me Prince. knock on some wood. Fresh yeah. Prince. Fresh <laughs> Prince. Uncle Phil. Yeah, I know. Um, the second one was a white 1994 Toyota Corolla, which I called the White Knight. Um, wow, you had a you had a 94 car. Yeah, it was your first car. Older, no, second car. It was second older car. than me. I got the it from Uncle 94 Phil. Corolla. I got it from wow. Uncle Phil. For, I got it from Uncle Phil for 500. Bucks. How many miles was on that thing? A lot. Like 200,000. Ricky, did you ever drive in that car? I don't know, because I had it. I yeah, had it. yeah, because that's when you, uh, is that, didn't you hit the deer in that one? I did. Yes. I hit the, I hit the deer in that one. So you what did. happened with that one, um, this, okay, dude, this is a good story. Put that camera on me. Um, <laughs> so I was, I graduated from Hofstra, and I was always nervous to bring that car back and forth from Hofstra to Massachusetts, where, I was, where I'm from. Like, I was that guy who wouldn't drive the car over 70 miles per hour. So I'd be in the left lane going seventy, uh-huh. and people going pissed at me. Well, yep. what, 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 what's the uh, what's the minimum speed limit right here? Uh, well, that was a maximum because the car is so old. I don't want the engine to die out. Mm. Well, maximum in New York and New York, I know is fifty five. It probably is fifty five. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's like, that's like, that's just like guidelines on the actual highway. So, Especially guidelines. New York, but yeah, <laughs> guidelines. The, the, the guidelines. Um, so on the way back after my graduation party, I had work on Monday, my first day of work like, in the real world, um, and. Across the border from Massachusetts to Rhode Island, like just over the border, a deer comes out of nowhere. Over, like not even like in the median. It was just like you know, like in the median, the middle of the, like a patch of grass or whatever. Yeah. There was none of that. It was just a barrier, like a, a concrete barrier, and like the guardrails. This thing just hops over it, and I'm just like, see at the last second. I don't even slam the brake. I just gotta keep driving. Hit this thing right in the ass. I think I got a picture of it on my phone. I'll put an overlay in the video. Like it crushes my front tail light, dents the hood. You still have ass, you still had ass fibers when you brought it back to uh, New yeah. York. Yeah, I, I had I had hair, like f- like hair from the deer's ass. Hair, like, in your... hair and blood from the deer's ass embedded in my car. I hope that motherfucker's dead. I hope he died on the spot. <laughs> Probably. And it, it 
it, it just it just went away in the woods and just went and eat some berries and was Bambi's mom or whatever. So I had been to the shop, cost me seven hundred bucks, and I had to get my friend Skeeter to drive me to the train station for like the first week of work. I was pissed. So yeah, I call I called that one the White Knight, and that one lasted a while until my current car now, which was when um my grandmother passed, and I remember. I took her in the white night to go to the mall, and she was like, oh, William, this car is awful. This car drives terrible. Because I had the crank windows. It didn't have electric windows. I had the crank <laughs> windows. <laughs> so she was complaining with the crank windows. And she's like, when I die, I'm going to give you my car. And I was like, I'm going to remember that. And guess what? I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I called my, that's my current car. It's parked outside right now. Um, I called that one Georgiana after my grandmother. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. My current car is Hunter. Hunter? You name all your cars. I I mean, I don't here's the thing. Like I'll name my cars, but I won't like I won't talk about it in common language. Like I was like, oh let's go to my car. I'm like, oh let's go to Hunter. She's a beaut, isn't she? Well yeah. Hunter's a she's key, a beaut. if anything. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like press the horn and go, hey, listen for Georgiana. She's out there somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, I'm it's, not if, it, if it comes up, I have a story If it comes for up, it. I will tell yeah. you like, oh, right. I named my car Hunter. And that's yeah. only because um, after, like, a day or so negotiating, like, getting a car is the worst experience in the world. I'd rather oh, especially right now. Yeah. I got, well, I got one. Ooh. I got lucky. I got a, got a crazy car deal story, um, if you if, if I may. I um, love your car, Ricky. Throw, throw them up there, Chris. Oh, my hybrid? Yeah. yeah. So here's my car. Deal story. So uh, my the car that I had, the F1 War Machine, a.k.a. Al Davis, actually was in a car accident while I was sleeping. Um, some drunk piece of what? shit hit my car, totally knocked off the rear oh, bumper. Okay. Right. Um, it was the worst. I didn't even go to work that day. Essentially, and my car almost had like a hundred thousand miles on it. It was like time to get a new one. End up going to the car dealership, trying to figure out how, what new car one. I essentially just get an upgraded version of the car that I previously had, which is the Toyota Camry hybrid. Um, uh, this is back almost two years ago at this point. Um, we're not really coming to a consensus for a little. My mom's trying to negotiate me buying, and I was like, I can't afford to buy, I need to rent. You know, I got a or lease actually, I need to lease because you know, got a bunch of expenses coming up. I'm about to move out, all of this stuff going on. Uh, so eventually, the guy that we're working, the dealer that we're working with, uh, brings in like one of his big finance guys. Luckily for me, uh, the finance guy who we end up talking to. Um, asked me what I did for a living. I told him what I did and what my job was. And turns out he had worked there like 10 or so years prior. He then tells me this, we're going to take care of you, don't worry. And the deal was done after that. Essentially what happened was, um, based on the amount of money that myself and my mother put down in the car, I I executed what is known as a one payment lease, uh, which pretty much, which I'll explain pretty much is, is that the amount of money I put down pretty much covered the lease where i would have just been paying like less than five dollars a month for the life of a lease so essentially what i did is i based on the money down i add a little bit extra money on there i pay for the lease in full at the time that i'm acquiring the car so i technically am driving a lease car with no lease payments and i'm only paying for insurance nice how long is it leased for uh three years so i have another year and the good sense. thing about that also as well is that since I paid everything up front, I know how much money I need to buy the car out f- up front because I don't have any lease payments. Right. So I know that. And the reason I called it Hunter is because when I when I finally got the car and I, I finally got in the car and everything was good, my license plate was on and all that hot shit is done, which took a fucking day um, to do. 
I put my I put my cell phone on, put it on Android Auto after I ordered pizza for myself. I was like, I'm rewarding myself for this shit. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> been there, been there, baby. <laughs> the first the first song that came on was um, it was called it was a song by the game, the rapper, the game. Oh, shout out to game. And so mm. I said the game. The game Hunter Hearst Triple H Hunter Hearst sounds like Triple H is also known as the game. We're naming the car Hunter. I like that. <laughs> That's good. Christian, you don't need me cars. Um, I my first car had a name, but I didn't name it. A friend of mine was just like, "I'm gonna call her Anne." It was. A... <laughs> She's gonna broke my heart. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know the story behind it. I need to. I need to contact and find out what that was about. I'm like, because he was one of my best friends. I never knew. Like, I don't know if he had some girl that I had never known about. But uh, <laughs> Ann, he was like, I'm gonna call her Ann. And I was just like, all right, I don't have any names. It was a 2000 uh, Jetta. You know what I mean? Ooh. One of those ones that were real low to the ground. Mm-hmm. I loved that car. It, it it it's funny because it didn't have power windows. So oh, yeah, I had, use that, that I had this long, I had this big. long going joke with my with one of my friends, and he would think it was hilarious. I would like tap, I like tap like there's actually a window button there, and like try not to move my shoulder while rolling it up. And he, he thought it was the funniest thing in the world because, meanwhile, he's driving a BMW. Ouch! You know, so he he thought it was he thought that was pretty funny. Actually, no, there actually was a second car. When my first car, the Jetta, I think it had about a hundred thousand miles on it when I got it. It was, uh, my father bought it for like $1,500 from a junkyard, but my father's a mechanic, so he knew. He could just he fix buying. it. He knew what he was buying. Yeah. He's like, yeah, put another transmission in it, and then I'll, I'll buy it. So he made him put a transmission in it before he took it, so it was really well over the 1500 that he paid for it. Um, that car eventually, the trans went out. So the trans he put in, I guess it wasn't that great. Second car, <laughs> um... <laughs> It was a Jeep Wagoneer. Wow. That my brother, I'm talking wood, wood grain, the wood, wood panels. Like National Lampoons? Like 19. Wally World? Like I know, a 1980. I know the car. Wow. You had one of those? 1987. I think it had 294,000 miles oh, on it. Oh, man. But this thing was still, and again, that same friend, he really got a kick out of it because it took forever to start. I bet. It would be like, <laughs> and he's just, he's just dying, you know. He's dying. Whenever I turn the car on, this, this guy he had fun with me. But anyway, the same friend who named the car and interesting enough, we were in the subway in New York one time, and there was this girl on the train, like. I don't know. She was like all like like hoop earrings and whatever. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and she came up to us, started talking to us, and her name was Willinda. And I thought that was hilarious. It is pretty funny. So it's the best I've heard since LaFonda. When it came, when I got the mm. Wagoneer temporarily, because it was my brother's car, but he like just diffed. Like he, my brother's half Bermudian, and he just like he was living in my my parents' house. Then he's like, you know what, I'm going back to Bermuda. He left the car, and soon after, my car had an issue, so I started driving it. And I had to think of a name, and I the first thing that popped in my, my head was Walinda. So that car became Walinda. Got the Jetta back on Amazing. the road. Amazing. <laughs> had another car. Um, got the car back on the road. Eventually, it, it, it crapped out again a couple years later. 
and I got another Jetta. I'm like, damn, I'm locked into Volkswagens forever, man. So <laughs> they get you. Except it was a 2014. It was 2014. This one had power windows, you know? Power yeah. windows. And that's all you know you really what I'm saying? Dude, them really crank <laughs> windows are the fucking worst. I hate them. Man. I, I grew up them. with them. But you know what? I, the, that I did too. But I had that car for years, man. You know how awful it was to get girls in college with a <laughs> crank window in a car? You just gotta leave them open. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> do the work before beforehand, so they don't they don't even need it. Oh, like, you cold? Crank it. <laughs> Get those. You know, just, Let me show you my arm muscles. Just, just, you just close your eyes. Let me see how real your quick. hand works. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just cl just close your eyes real quick. I'm gonna handle that for you. Um, yeah, but it was crazy. Is I was I've always been in music. You know, I'm in the studio right now. Yeah. But you know, mm -hmm. even before before it was big studio time. Um. I was heavy in the music, so my sound system was worth more than the car. Yeah, I had a subwoofer yeah. in the trunk. I know, I know people who did that. I too. had a nice radio, and I had I had roll up windows. You know, you could you could say roll up the window, and that that meant what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just uh, Ann and Walinda. I named the second one. So that's pretty good. Had some had the following Jetta. Didn't name it, and then my car got flooded in Staten Island during that crazy storm last September. Totaled, mm -hmm. and I now I got a Nissan uh, Nissan Central, but no no names on that one, no names. You got you got to have a reason for it. If you're gonna if you're gonna name something like anything, it's gotta have meaning behind it. Cause yeah. a kid, you can name it whatever. Um, <laughs> you know what? I think I have a uh, gen uh, uh, natural follow up. Go for it. I don't know how to frame it, but do you uh, nah it's, it's it's mean to name your kid something hilarious just because you find it amusing and oh. you have to live their entire life like that people do that Wait, yeah, did, duh, did you, man did you ever listen to a comedian named Ralphie May yes. Ralphie May is he, is he Spanish is he dead? No, he's he's died. He died. He's, he's dead, right? Okay. Yeah, he, like, predicted, before, he predicted his own death in like a comedy show too. Before, he predicted well, his own death. <laughs> that was me last week. Well, no, I mean, he wasn't. He was like, he well, died of natural causes. Well, yeah, he died of a heart attack, natural causes. But he he was a heavier set Southern white guy, and he goes, "Listen, he, I remember one of his friends goes, listen, if I die of a heart attack, no one's gonna be surprised. <laughs> like, uh, look at me. How long after that?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably a couple years. Ralphie May. Uh, okay. I would I would say listening. He's fucking he's hysterical. Funny. He is really mm. funny. He is so, and he's a no nonsense. Like everybody's equal. Stop, stop the hate bull guy. Like he goes on his little rants here and there, but he's really, really funny and mm. so funny to the point where he named his daughter April May because mm. his last name's May. It's yeah, like a little, April like May. a little yeah, Northwest situation. That's pretty good. I think it was, it's April June May. I think is the name of his daughter. Well, okay, here's like Christian. Here's my, here's the caveat I'll give. Uh, you shouldn't do it, but middle names are fair game. Middle names are fair game. So, like, my, my cousin Michael, friend of the show, cousin Michael. Yeah. Uh, his middle name is Seaver, after Tom Seaver, the pitcher from the Mets. Okay. Right? Um, my middle name is Andrew, off of my great-grandfather on my dad's side. Never mm. met him, but sure. Um, middle names, you can be whatever. It's so like, for example... It's gonna come up, it's gonna come across way, way more serious than it is, but, uh... Jazz and I were talking about kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. I feel like you preface. I feel like you prefacing that made it a little bit more serious. No, because now my mom's be like, my mom's gonna come be like, you guys talking about kids? It's like you know. I saw yeah, it on the now podcast. You're now you're stuck. You know, yeah, but like, no, like that's something we've like, you know, just kind of came up, came up conversation. Like, you know, we're not having kids now. We're not getting married now. But you know, like that's the kind of shit that comes up, and we're like, 
I've 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 had I've we, had in, insubstantial conversations about like kid names with girls. Because you know our our, like, our thing is we call each other booper, like boop, like like boop. You guys so, like, are very cute. Yeah, we, we are. We're, we're fucking adorable. So I go. What if we just named our kid Booper? <laughs> mm. But no, but here's the thing. I would never do that to the kid. Your name is you a You can bird. give him a nickname of Booper. I would have his middle name and his nickname be Booper, though. You're saying name and middle, first name and middle no, name. No, 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 just middle name. Mm. So, like, I, I'm also one of those people, because, like, so in my family, um, it's a terrorist tradition where you name the first boy after the father, but it's not a junior. So my dad is. Oh, Richard. you're so fucking lucky. Yeah, my grand. Are you, are you a third, Ricky? No, I am a junior. You're a junior. So yeah, my, and my, I have no middle name. Like it didn't like my my junior does not come with a middle name. That's why you're a junior. You, some people don't have middle names. Well, no, my dad doesn't have a middle name, so I don't have a middle name. Hence the junior. Well, that, that's pretty cool. If I had a middle name, I would be completely different from my father, and probably a lot easier to separate our mail. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no, definitely. Oh my god, it's the worst. When I moved out of the house, I got his mail all the time, and they live in Georgia now. Yeah, I'd well, call and be like, "Your mail's here again." My my brother's a junior, and he he's he hasn't lived here for like ten years, you know, mm-hmm. fifteen years. We still get his mail because he's uh my you know my father's senior, he's junior, so yeah, it's what? it's the worst. You know what it is, Ricky? The- so is registering to vote. You're like, "Oh, there's another Ricky here." Like, no, it's me. I wonder it's like me. how does the <laughs> airport problems. No, no, not really. No, because that's that's ID. So it's picture. That's ID. That's the picture yeah. ID. Yeah. With, with you with the mail, Ricky, it's probably because I'm assuming you have a forwarding address for all mail from your old address. Well, yeah, it's it's probably expired now because I've been here for over a year. It's over yeah. a year, so yeah, it usually lasts for you can renew it, but it usually lasts for over a year. Yeah. You're probably like, oh shit, there's one in Georgia and one in still in New York. Mm-hmm. Fuck this, it's going to New York. Well, that's, <laughs> They'll you know, figure that, it that out. Also, the issue. Well, no, actually, no, that's a separate issue. Never mind. But continue. No, that was it. That was a joke. They wanted to just. They, they're gonna, we're going to save postage and just keep it in New York. And yeah, right. Or Georgia, oh where your parents the are. But then he would get my mail, too. Oh, that sucks. And so we'd have to, like, flip. We'd have to, like, send each other mail. Well, dude, that is one thing. Like, living in an apartment building, like, all my apartment buildings, I always get someone's mail from the person who doesn't live there anymore. Like, frequently. I still get that. Like, one of them was like, ooh, someone got jury duty. She don't live here no more. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. What, what if you had somebody who just, like, just didn't pay parking tickets and you just kept getting just parking fines? Well, the thing <laughs> is, like, oh, so what do you, when that happens, right? Because like, it's a felony to open someone else's mail. Yes, it is. It's also a felony to destroy someone else's mail. That Has that ever true. been enforced? It's a, it's a, no, it only gets enforced if someone comes after it's you like, for it. Yeah, like, if, you, if you get caught. If like, get ma'am, caught. you're under arrest. Right, like, Sir. So, like, <laughs> so like hi- You have the right to remain silent. You opened up some Put mail. Put the letter opener down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically. And it's, like, something addressed to, like, you know, it's just something random, like a magazine or something. It's like, I'm going down for this. A felony. Imagine that being in... <laughs> Sir, put federal, the good housekeeping you're, magazine you're in the down. Federal, you're, you're, in a, you're in the penitentiary, the federal penitentiary. In super max. For opening mail. <laughs> what are you here for? With hardened criminals. <laughs> I, I, got, I, I got a Jugs magazine. I didn't have my name on it, but I opened it anyway. <laughs> it was too much to resist. It was Jugs. I wish I had that magazine here in this cell. <laughs> they said I couldn't take it with me. It was evidence. Yeah. That, might like, be, that might be part of the title today. Opening other people's mail. No, this, oh, this, this, this Jugs with two Jugs. Yeah. 
the oh. male felony. But like, if you get someone else's mail, what are you supposed to do with it? I just uh, throw it. I throw just it throw it out. Yeah, throw it out. So what I do, because uh, well, Will's been because Will helped me move in there. Thank you, by the way. Um, yeah. Great the, spot. Love your place. Yeah, yeah. You haven't been here since I actually did stuff to it. It's far. <laughs> <laughs> I, the train station's right there. You can walk from the train station. That's Be true. it as it may. Um, the where everybody gets their mail in my in my unit is right outside my door. So if like if someone's if I get like the old person's mail, I just literally just put it on top of the unit and just leave it be. And like someone will take it. Yeah. Yeah. So I like just, you're like you're like I'm not catching a felony. Exactly. Yeah. I'll just yeah. Put, put it right there. Boom. Not mine. So the the mail the mailbox in my place, um, it's like one of those like the the, the tall thin ones. It has a key. The mailman can just come and open it and throw things in. Mm-hmm. So the door to mine broke. <laughs> so uh, there's just an empty mail spot, and then next to it, it's like one of those outdoor mailboxes. They just drilled into the wall, <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, yo, this is way better. <laughs> like, like they, they 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 put it in, and they emailed me. The building manager, the email was like, hey, this is temporary. It'll be fixed eventually. I emailed back, I'm like, no, keep it. Keep it's it. perfect. <laughs> I'm like, this is way better because it's like. It's it's bigger. It can fit more letters in there. Any yeah. junk mail, I just kind of keep in there. And it's like, well, fuck it. I don't need it. And then anytime it's just like let, mail I don't need or it doesn't, it's not listed to me or it's someone else's and it's on the floor, I put it in an empty mailbox and someone will see it or throw it out. Yeah. So I love it. I think it's great. I, I just we're done 5B in Sharpie. So people know it's mine. Like, <laughs> it's just like an outdoor white mailbox with like a little key and like a little slit in the thing that opens. I got a little key for it. It's crazy. Awesome. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's the best. I love the mail. I I hate the mail. It just it just piles up. I haven't really had a problem with the mail. Like other than um, it just it just hasn't officially become part of my procedure. Like you know, checking the mail. Yeah, every you get used to day. it. Yeah. Sometimes you know, I forget. I go for days and I forget sometimes. Ex- like, exactly. Oh, and, and then you're like, okay, yeah, let's go through <laughs> this. I garbage, garbage, I, I garbage, usually... garbage, garbage. <laughs> Something important. <laughs> it's like before, like spam. It's like spam. It's the original mail. spam, yeah. The original spam. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the original spam. Yeah. I do love spam too, though. It's like fake ham. It's I was gonna say, are you gonna talk salt. about the food now? <laughs> it, it is very high in salt. But uh, Christian, let's ask one more question. All right. Uh, what are we going for? What's the What's the vibe? Hilarious, ridiculous, utterly absurd. Mm-hmm. I'll answer right there. I don't give a fuck. So. Okay. You know what? Let's do two. Okay. Number one, I'm gonna I'm gonna say both of them. Where do hamsters live before they get to the pet store? Mm-hmm. Number two, who the fuck thought ring pops were a good idea? <laughs> I love these. So the hamster, the hamster one. You want to throw one more? I got one more ridiculous yeah, throw, one. Throw, throw, throw another one in there. What is the proper way to clap? I don't even know what that Ooh, means. Okay. Let's let's do the clapping one the first. Proper way to all right. So so there's many ways to clap. There's right? many there's, ways to clap. There's the there's the there's the, there's the, the like the the, the if you the, cup the, your the, hands, the it cup, makes more the sound. cup, the cup. If you, you cup like, your hands, like it this. Makes more you, the, you get the suction. Yeah, you got to get the suction. This is the proper way to clap. It's like I would go. I would go so flat. I you would go flat. Yeah, I like my flat clapper. Yeah. I really? was, when I was a little kid, yeah. I was a flat. To me, that's like that, to me, that's like that's that's very Eddie Murphy, like Patty cake, Patty cake, <laughs> Hercules. This is like schoolgirl. Like, with but like I'm also not clapping like a total like oh my god. This is oh, crazy. like yes, like, fabulous clap- queen, yes, I'm yes. Like, maybe to the side <laughs> so I can still see what I'm clapping about, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if you like if you're cupping clapping like you want to make sound. The cup, the that, cup is like, the, that's the a cup res- is for attention. Yeah. That's a respectful clap to me. This is for attention. If you really feel if you if you feeling it, it's. Yeah. yeah, you know, 
There's some people who do, who do like the two, like, two, two people. And then you, like, you do like the golf clap, which I say if you're like, I don't, I've never if you want to clap, clap but my... you want to be kind of like petty about it. We're doing a lot of cl- Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the face, you got to stick your neck out a little it's bit. All, it's all about, the gentleman's it's all clap. About, it's all about pace. and. Oh, know. the silent clap? This jazz hands? <laughs> well, it's not jazz hands. This is how deaf people clap. That's how deaf people clap. Yes. Yeah. And mm. the, my mom, the one, my the mom one hand was clap. a sign language teacher growing the up. The one so. hand clap. I'm a big fan of the one hand clap. Yeah. My mom was a sign language teacher, so I know random things like that. And my father worked in the postal service, so I couldn't hate mail. Well, there you go. So, yeah, <laughs> the proper way to clap, definitely, I think it's this. I, I, I've never clapped with my hands just like yeah, this. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. It's a lot of work. If anything, I'll do I'll do well, the, 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 not, finger, not, the fingers in the palm. The fingers like, in the palm. It's not completely, like, straight. Like, I don't want, like, you're going to tell you, like, break a finger. But, like, yeah. I'm not com- I'm not. Cups. He wearing rings. I'm not cupped. <laughs> I'm not cupped like this, either. I'm kind of like this. Sometimes so, I'm like, like there's, this. There's a natural mm. bend here. Backhand I, I, backhand. I suppose it depends on how you're, if you're sitting, <laughs> if you're standing. Yeah. If yeah. I care about what I'm clapping about. Yeah, yeah. Do I care? <laughs> like, oh, the present's coming out. Boo! <laughs> you suck. Like, if I care or not, if, you know, yeah. if I'm doing it just cause I, so I don't get fired. Like, you Do know. a slow clap. <laughs> just a nice, louder than everyone else. Yeah, you want to be that mm. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we had, where the hamsters go before... Yeah, what, like, what's the hamster's natural habitat? I've, I've never oh, seen a hamster. I have never seen a live hamster. Because so they're this, not indigenous to this I just area. figured they were just, they like, they were they were created in the pet store. Yeah, no, no, yeah no, they were not. born in the pet store. So the thing, most of them are probably born in the pet store. Really? Now, probably, You think yeah. so? Now, now, probably, yes. Yeah, they are not indigenous to this area. Genetically engineered. So this, this, this is a first guess game where mm-hmm. we guess, or in a case like Ricky, where he probably knows. And then we're gonna Google and get the right answer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw. I, think I, I mean, saw I kind of got a, I got but a little bit of the not, It's one of those things where like hamsters Imported. and also gerbils and people yeah. like and species like that were not indigenous to this area. This area being America, and some somehow, some way, it was brought over to hey, America. Neither, neither so we. My assumption is <laughs> Europe. My assumption is also Europe, but like. What? I didn't see any hamsters. What? What? <laughs> they, they brought like they just like be they just be running that you know on the crosswalk. Because they they were they were rodents. Yeah. Right. They are but a like, rodent class. Yes. They're not like guinea pigs who are kind of like a pig dog thing. I think they. Are. That's a very question. Dog. I mean, I I've never seen s- guinea pigs either. Like just you know out and about. I, I I've never I have never seen live animals that live without a come from a I pet wanna, store. I want to say gerbils, hamsters, guinea pigs have some sort of similarities to. Yeah, I th- I picture they live like underground, or like in the grass. I the real, so, the real I, question is why did we create? Why did we make rodents? Uh, these these specific rodents pets. Dude, because they're so cute. Oh, they're harmless. They, they they run on the wheel and they're harmless. And they die in three years, so they're quick. They're low maintenance. Well, that's, that's a fact. That's a factor when you're buying a pet. You're like, I only got. A, I don't. This responsibility is as an expert. Yeah, like, I got one. In, I got one in first grade. It was dead by fourth grade. It was great. Yeah, I think we. I don't know why we have them as pets, but I think I guess it's just more so that. Um, let's go back into France. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> is uh, I I think we probably just you brought them over as pets, and I think after a while through different generations, they just got used to it. It's like cats and dogs. Well, dogs in particular. Dogs got yeah. used to being nice humans. Cats are a couple of five, like five hundred years away from being completely domesticated because cats aren't there yet. 
Um, but certain I think cats, certain cats are certain Wait, cats, but not you, the you entire th- like th- line of cats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you think cats aren't fully domestic? They're not no, fully they, domesticated. They, no, at all. not yet, because we still have outdoor cats, right? Like you yeah, have a cat. Dogs all you really do- are fully domesticated. Dogs are one hundred and ten percent domesticated. Although, mm. um, if if we stopped having dogs as pets and released them out in the wild. Within one or two generations, they'd be back to completely feral, like feral or yeah. wild, wild. Because they had, they still have that wolf DNA in them. Correct, mm. but they're not a wolf. Trust me. No, put, no. Put a wolf next to a dog. There's a difference. There's a big, there's a big difference. <laughs> have you seen a, a wolf? Have you seen a wolf up close? No, I haven't. I don't want to. No, I don't yeah. want to either. They're, <laughs> I'll they're stay large. far away. <laughs> well, mm. uh, Christian, Google it. So Google like a hamster's natural habitat. I'm guessing, uh, like kind of like gophers. That's what I'm guessing. Like on the Topsoil, like kind of underground, grassy knoll kind of animals. Grassy knoll, okay, Jeff. Or, or like, or like garbage <laughs> with the with the coons. <laughs> Raccoon. First wild hamsters were discovered in Europe, Europe and, and Asia. Asia, countries of Syria, Greece, Romania, Belgium, and northern China. Mm. Hamsters like to live in warm, dry areas such as mountainous. Mountainous steep steps. Steep steps. steps. All right. So, so I guess a little sand dunes. Steeps like crepes. So a little, a little arid. They have little, little arid areas. Okay. Yeah. Not what I expect. I, I could, mean, I feel like we I expect like like little prairie dogs. We forget that we forget that they're actual animals because of yeah. you know how you know the cute <laughs> the de- Dude, domesticated they, they, factor. They just live in like wood chips and have wheels in the wild. Yeah, but owls <laughs> eat them up from time to time. You know, they power they power things. Damn, oh yeah, that has to be a scary thing for a hamster. Getting eaten by a fucking owl? Yeah, yeah, that'd be terrifying. You know, yeah. you know what those claws are? Just, ah! just coming from the sky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you ever had with a, with, a, with a face of indifference? Owls are yeah. so indifferent. <laughs> Their faces are just like. They have don't you blink. ever have you ever had like a bird of prey on your arm? No. I thought yeah, a snake. They around. they That's are. Better. There's just a like there's this. a bird sanctuary on Long Island somewhere. I went there when I was in like uh, scouts. Cool. Um, but like yeah, there's a reason they wear the glove. Whenever mm. we're holding a bird, because mm. those talons are sharp as fuck. Yeah, they're thick. <laughs> yeah. The, the gloves. They, they lay it on thick. Guts out. Mm. <laughs> All right, so I'm glad. So I'm glad we stole hamsters from like a desert and we gave stole them most animals from the world. And, and and gave them like a the thing of sawdust to lay in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, was the, what was that other question, Christian? The third one. Third one. Uh... Who the fuck thought ring pops were a good idea? Yeah, who the fuck thought ring pops were a good idea? I, I didn't. You must have wrote this question. I did. I was mad. Yeah, seriously. Is this this is a giant motherfucker? You know what it was? You know what? Actually, actually, it should have been baby bottle pops because the story, mm. so the story behind it was baby bottle pops are great, but uh, we'll, we'll go go with ring pops. Yeah, who the fuck thought ring pops were a good idea? You're just like sucking on your thumb and it's sugar and. Spit all over your hand. Your hand gets sticky. Well, not your thumb, but no, yeah, like your, your, yeah. Finger, your finger. <laughs> Who's putting that ring pop on your thumb? <laughs> it's like, well, hey, I'm out with the girls. Oh my god, look who's engaged. I um, mean, they're just they're just the early forms of a Super Bowl ring these days. Now, I mean, they're delicious. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but it's such like a it's such a pain in the ass to eat. It is weird. That is kind of weird. It is weird because it lo- it looks like a pacifier. Like, when's the last time you saw someone eat a ring pop? Not in a long time. I mean, are they still out there? They are still out yeah, there. Yeah, they are. Still They're still in business. I'm gonna yeah. go to CVS and go buy a ring pop. You're gonna have to look for it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't. Do I don't think they're as popular as they once were. No, probably no, no, not. No. But they're there. They're there. They're pretty delicious too. Yeah, they they are great, but like very shape of a diamond. They are like the embodiment of flavor. It's just boom flavor. Like, <laughs> it's so dense with flavor. They're Dude, so dense. I don't know if they'd fit on my finger. My finger might be too fat. 
No, nah, it'll probably still work. I mean, the ring's gonna be fatter too. I mean, you know oh, what no. it is. Put, put it on the. You know why we made it marketable? Because we're still talking about it to this day. When I mean, that's, but that's like that's a nostalgic thing for us. But like, also, but like, do you think our like kids from this like this generation coming up are, are they really like into ring pops? Like name the way another we were? candy that fits on your finger. Like baby bottle pop, ring baby pops. What pop, else was what what else what, 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 what else was big? Uh, Airheads was big. Airheads are still big. Fruit by the foot still big, but Ricky. Fruit, Fruit Ricky, by the foot still big. To your Josh point, is still big. When was the last time you thought about a ring pop before tonight? Before tonight? Yeah, mm. he's like, oh, we're still talking about it. When was the last time you talked about or thought about a saw ring pop? Saw ring <laughs> pop? I haven't seen ring pop in a while. Thought about it probably further out. Yeah, but it's I'm just saying while. the fact that we're still talking about it, but also it's it's a unique. I'm gonna say thing that's gonna, It's a unique thing that that's stood the test of time. It's a unique candy, that's for sure. It's unique because, mm. like, whatever candy can you fit on your finger? Mm. It's like, but why would you need to fit? Again? But why would you? Why would you need to hold it on your finger? Like, I mean, you can snort Fun Dip and your tongue turns that color for like a year. That was pretty cool. It's true as well, but like, it, it's one of those. It's just one of those things that just kind of became a pop culture thing. Ring pops, Gushers is a big thing as well. Gushers, dude, Warheads is like Warheads. warheads. Yeah, the Warheads. <laughs> I forgot. I was gonna call them Lemonheads, but the Warheads. Lemonheads no, are, lemon are different. Too. Lemonheads are different. Lemon, yeah, lemonheads yeah, yeah. are delicious. Warheads is probably an asshole, and you don't. You'll be dead. Yeah, you got to boo for Warheads. <laughs> I, but yeah. my, my my baby bottle pop story. Where I should have put the question on the baby bottle pops were even worse because they had like the the thing on top of the baby bottle, and then the giant thing of sugar underneath. Yeah, lick the pop, dip it, and shake it, and lick it again. Yeah, you, I thought you shake it. You could put it upside down. You can shake it. So, uh, I actually a story came up the other the other day at um, my cousin's um, engagement party. Um, I told a story about the, the the baby bottle pop. So I was at I was probably five six years old at my brother's soccer game, and the the snack bar was there obviously. So I got a baby bottle, baby bottle pop because I'm six and I want snacks and sugar because that's what I need as a kid. And I'm eating my baby bottle pop, minding my own business. The next thing I know, this fucking bee flies in front of my face and bites me in the eye. Bites you bit, or right there? Bites. How do you get bites. bit in the eye? It How do you bit. get bit by a bee who has a stinger? It might have been a bumblebee. Like it just turned your its ass against your eye. No, like, no, 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 take it. <laughs> no, it, it's, it, no, it's it, because it, it, that's what it's. How did you not get pink eye from this? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I was eating a baby bottle pop. I wanted the sugar, and for some reason, I thought it was in my fucking eye. <laughs> so I got bit in the eye by a bee, and I have not had a baby bottle pop since. What did that look like? Yeah, it hurt. Like, what is a bee like, sting, a sting on the eye look a, like? Was it, it was. A it was a bite. It was a bite. So there was no stinger that came out of your. No eye. stinger. No, it was. It bit my eyelid. It, like right above my eyelid. So obviously, the thing's flying from my face. I closed my eye and kind of go like this, and uh-huh. it bit Ooh. me on the eyelid. And mm. yeah, I had to go to the doctor, and they give me some ice, and that was it. Because I'm thinking that it was like the actual eye, like it, no, like it, it, like didn't, it didn't stung your right iris. Into, right into the yeah. hole, and you can't. Yeah, see yeah. It. no, it didn't. No, I, I, I wasn't like, it was like, hey, B, <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> like, Coming no. to that open hole right there. Yeah, yeah. no, it, it bit me in the. I should say it bit me in the eyelid or the eye, like the eyebrow, around this area of my face. But it was near the eye hole. So you're telling me you have a psychological aversion to baby bottle pops because it would be. I mean, I don't see them get triggered. I just see it get angry. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's a getting angry is still a triggering response. It's it's a core memory. How about that? 
It's probably, it's probably one of my earliest memories. If that's memories. your core memory, my God, we have a no, lot to talk what, about. <laughs> one of my core memories. Will I, had a tough childhood. Punctured <laughs> eardrums. Punctured eardrums. Stung by bees in the eye. mute. Yeah, you know. I was a selective mute. I had warts. Oh, my God. The warts. So a few years later. It's like a miracle. You made it, man. Dude, a, a few years. Still here. <laughs> it is, it is a fucking miracle. Started from the bottom. And now. <laughs> not, only that, I'm, not only is that, I'm successful, which is the craziest thing. Who would have um, but the same place where the bee bit me or stung me, I got a wart on my eyelid. A Imagine wart? that. A Are you wart. sure you weren't stung, dude? No, because this was years later. So I, I had warts. Oh, okay. I had I had wart on my middle finger, uh, underneath the nail. You can still kind of see where it was. It's just gone now, obviously. Another one on the second joint of my ring finger. One on my pinky by the nail, mm-hmm. and two under the nails on my thumbs. Um, what did you do? Like, as, were you playing with like shit as a child? Like, what were you doing? I have no idea. It's like third and fourth grade. I have no idea. So, um, you know, as you pick at them, they they spread through contact. Yeah. So I got them under my under my thumbnails from picking at them, and I got it on my eyelid from, from rubbing my eye, rubbing my eye. Oh, um, so yeah. The more you contact with yourself, the right? More you and how yeah. how old were you? This is probably between second and fifth or sixth grade. And like we, like, like we oh, you could have did better, man. They, you out here spreading this shit. They, 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 <laughs> over here thinking you're like six. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like a whole twelve yeah, years old. Yeah, man. I'm a fucking, Stop I'm a, picking I'm a, them, bro. I'm a full grown kid, dude. I can't help. I, I got fucking. Imagine talking to people with warts in your hand. I put band aids and duct tape over them, trying to make them go away. I can see why you were a selective mute because people were no, selectively I know, talking I was, to you. I was, I was talking by then. Shit. I was, I was selectively ignored. <laughs> right, but um. They had these creams to put on them, try to make them go away. Mm-hmm. And as the cream would harden, you'd you'd pick at them, make them go away. And well, so it was like trying to freeze it so that it wouldn't move, and it would just kind of like fall off. I don't know why they just didn't freeze them. I don't fucking know why. Maybe it was too close to the nail. Probably. But um, um, I had to put the cream on my eyelid to put a wart. And I almost went blind because <laughs> the shit got my eye. <laughs> like one day, my eye was just blood red. My mom was like, "What the fuck? We're going to the doctor." <laughs> like I, I feel like-, like your mom like really had a handful with you. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard too many stories of injuries. My God, See, did you put icy hot on your thighs? You, you, you know about you, you know that he punctured his eardrum three times in two years. In three times in two. That how can you still hear? I'll send you the clip. Why are you in audio? Why are you uh, like an audio platform? Dude, my ears ring all the time. <laughs> Tinnitus is real. Let me tell you something, brother. All right? Um, <laughs> Let me tell you. Tinnitus, tinnitus, is, tinnitus is not something you fuck around with, all right? But, but yeah, that's honestly, that's why I have to tell you I do a podcast with one ear in, one ear out, so I can have at least one good ear for the rest of my life. <laughs> you are literally the embodiment of left ear from the Italian job. Yeah. You are yeah. most deaf. Congratulations. Uh, I'll take it. I'm a big fan most of most deaf. deaf. Most deaf. Mighty most. Mighty most. The greatest yeah. lyricist ever. Uh, I'm a medical mystery. That's for sure. I think that was one of our King's Rings episode titles, Ricky. I'm a medical mystery. It might have been. Probably when you were hosting the show. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was definitely. It was one of the earlier days. Might have been. That might have been just me. been a me and Dave episode. Probably was. Yeah. But all right, guys. I think that is a good place to wrap it up. We've been going for like an hour, ten, about an hour, five minutes, which is pretty much right where our sweet spot is. So, Ricky, thanks for coming on the show. I hope you had a fun time. Uh, it was great. I hope it was everything you thought it would be. It was all that and more, William. So my my my, uh, <laughs> my policy is once a quarter, and I think the fourth quarter starts in like three days. You can, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>
I think Q4, Q4, Q4 starts next week. So this one's a quarter. So technically the quarter restarts like next we week. So just, it resets. Just do it snake style. Just have the, yeah. have the last guy be the first. Wait, Will, you got to, um, he gets to ask one. Oh, that's right. That's right. The final question always goes to the guest. So Ricky, there's ever been a question you wanted to ask me. Now is the time. Oh man! Is there I, ever... I, I put I put people on the spot. Sorry, I put people on the spot for on on purpose because mm-hmm. I like to say they actually listen to the podcast before they get on here. And if they take it by if they come by surprise, that means they didn't listen to it. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> so you're right. I've not that, listened to it. That's okay. Being, you, if, I, since, since I put you on the spot, you can always plead the fifth. Um, and we'll do it next time. I'm not gonna plead the fifth. It makes it seem I like know. I'm guilty. Th- think think of a question. I think of that makes you, that makes you think of Dave Chappelle. Like I plead the fifth. Yeah, fizz if. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thriller. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it can be a random question, personal question, sports question, my mom question, okay, and not right. my mom question. <laughs> not your mom. Um, all right, I, I think I have one for you, which will be thought before. It'll probably let you, it will go down a treasure trail. But what is the issue with being woke? <laughs> oh, Bill Burr just did a funny thing on this. Um, inherently, there isn't one. Mm-hmm. I think the idea of being woke is being sensitive, right? It's it's the idea of looking out for others from an other one's someone someone else's perspective, right? It's the the ideas of being woke. The principle is in the right place. The heart is in the right place. The ideas are in the right place. However, the where it goes wrong is when it's insanely forced and it gets into crazy, crazy town land. Do you think so? Would you so would you agree that there's a possibility that people can be overwoke? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. You need it's it's the same with anything, mm-hmm. right? Like you you can radicalize anything. People tend to call those people liberals. You know. Yeah. Overwoke. The, uh, like, like 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 the, well the like I mean I mean extreme liberal not just oh okay, liberals. okay yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like being woke isn't uh, like being generically woke isn't like bad. the president had a cheeseburger like that's right. that's too much like in certain circumstances I consider myself woke about certain things mm. sure but you know you can drink too much of your own Kool Aid mm. right you, you can get diabetes you exactly diabetes you you, <laughs> you you can try and change the commercial. world for good so hard you end up making it worse. And I think that's where a lot of the woke ideology tends to go. It's mm-hmm. just, but those are just very few and far between. And those crazy people have the loudest voice because that's what gets attention on social media. Polarizing, polarizing, minority, polar, yes. polarizing, yeah. polarizing things. You know, and that works. Yeah. That works. That works both ways. You know, like you could. I don't know what the the term is for woke on the far right. Um, um, nationalist. I, I, nationalist. Nationalist. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with nationalist. Fascist. You know? right, right, right. Uh, uh, I guess that, that's good. That's good. Right, so let's, let's go with nationalist, yeah. right? You, like you, you can love your. There's nothing wrong with loving your country. I think nationalism is a good thing. Just like I think being woke is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But you can go too far to the point is you're changing history. See, but history's so already changed. But, but, but saying, but but saying woke, like, but saying for the far, far right, change history. for the far right, for it to be nationalist or fascist, like, I get what you're saying, but that's the opposite of sensitivity. That's the opposite of, like, you know, yeah, inclusion. I so I don't know if that would be the opposite because sense, you know, being well, woke was, is being was, sensitive was, to I everybody. Was take, I was taking the idea of something that gets taken too far but is inherently a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like what nationalist isn't the exact opposite of woke. That's I would say uh the clan is the opposite of woke. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right? They are. Or like or like, you know, genuine Nazi, genuine Nazis, right? That's the opposite of woke. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're saying opposite, not not yeah. synonymous. But, you know, woke is a circle, right? You can go too far and end up right back where you started. 
No, you can go so far woke to the point where you're no longer tolerant. You're very intolerant. Mm. Well, like, no, because you're, because, be because you're, you're, you're criticizing every every single possible thing. No, it's it's just like we, we only accept you if you believe what I believe. Mm. And what you believe is woke and for the sake of the betterment. Like, that can go too far. Yeah. See, here's yeah. the thing. I don't think woke is actually a belief. When you look at woke, what does woke mean? I mean, woke also comes from African-American vernacular, English. Some people call it slang. Um, that is true. I learned that recently. <laughs> I was shocked. What, that African-American vernacular, English, is slang? Is that when I use it no, on no, the no, podcast? No, no, you didn't that, know no. That, you didn't know that woke came from black people? I didn't know woke that, that woke came from black culture. I thought that was like a, yeah. I, I thought Bill, that was like a, Bill, a Bill Bird does a whole stand-up about it. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah, and so being woke is, and like, and you would probably know, Christian, not because you're black, but also because you're black. But um, <laughs> but in, in African-American vernacular, English, and slang, we're very literal about our stuff. We're like, mm. if you're paying attention to how we speak, you'll understand us if you really like, if you really like pay attention. Being woke just means being awake, being yeah. aware. Yeah. Being aware. You, you See, know, being you know, aware. Having your eyes open. Having your what's... eyes open. Hence, I'm woke. I am awake. You know, right. would you rather be woke would you, or would you rather be sleeping? I would probably it's like to be aware. It's like the, the, what would not be woke would be people that say racism doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you encounter someone, it's like, no, racism does exist. And like, let's say they're from a, a background that isn't traditionally oppressed, you mm -hmm. know, and they're like, yeah, racism exists. I'll give you a couple examples. Or they'll be like, white privilege is real. And I'm like, OK, yeah, that you're that's an example of like, OK, that's 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 yeah. woke. Yeah. yeah, that's woke. it just means being aware. And I think understand gets, I, I think people get tried to take something so simple. Mm. as a concept as woke or as simple as the concept of black lives matter for instance like take something so simple and try to make it this complex thing when it's not really supposed to be that complex yeah it just means stay woke stay aware yeah like, like well i can probably tell you like if you were walking you know through jersey city at night be like well stay woke that could also just mean stay aware and be fucking safe yeah be aware of your surroundings <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, that's different. Different contexts. Different contexts, but yeah, but it's, it's but still a similar. Similar. You know, yeah. Similar meaning. All right. Stay so aware. I'll, so I'll I'll say there's nothing wrong with being aware, right? Period. Yeah. As yeah. I said, in in the general principle, what that is correct. Being there's nothing wrong with being woke. Mm -hmm. How you respond to that awareness, and how you act on that awareness is where problems arise. Sure. Or solution, and it's also where solutions. That's where solutions happen too. Yeah, and it's just like we as individuals, we as Americans, we as a society need to figure out where those middle grounds are and where those ideas can meet in the middle and push forward. And you don't get that through censoring and silencing, which is why people consider themselves woke, which is, again, mislabeled by your definition, the one I agree with, yeah. go, are wrong. And so, yeah, they definitely are. It, it's definitely a word that lost its meaning. I, yeah, see, I yeah. see what you're saying when you say people go – it, it opens the, the door to going to – extremes it opens the door to, what happens because we'll, we'll if you have understanding if you have a certain yeah. let's say popular understanding when you get to you know criticizing people who don't have that same understanding then that's when it's probably going too far because yeah. it's like what understanding yeah we, we have what, a lot of what um, does what what does awake being what what does awake you know mean? Being aware. yeah what aware of what you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying it's like oh well your awareness is different from my awareness and that's yeah. not always a bad or my thing. Per, or my perception yeah. of what's going on. And I'm saying that that isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I would say that's why I disagree with cancel culture, because it doesn't let people be woke. It shuts out other perspectives, no matter what the perspective see, is. I, see, I would say that's, that's, that's very not woke it's to, very to not cancel woke. people. It's, 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 so, it's literally the definition of not being woke. 
Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't group those people as woke at all. No, but people but, that are but the thing people. is, they say they call themselves woke, <laughs> which is crazy. It happens. Mm. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants to hop on the on the bandwagon. It's a case by case. It's a case by case example. It is a case by case example, and I think it's a thousand percent a case by case. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, especially with like Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I, I love the cesspool that is Twitter. I don't care. I love the calamity that goes on there. Dude, I've been lo- I've been loving our TikTok comments. I like, <laughs> so here's what I do with TikTok comments. I like all of them, whether it's mm. good or bad. I like every single comment because it helps with the algorithm. That's really why. Yeah. Um. And if you in, if you engage with my account, whether it's a like, follow, um, comments, whatever, I don't care what you said, what you did, or what you didn't do. I'm following you, unless you're private and you deny me, which happens all the time. Sure. But you know, I en- I engage because you are if you support this channel, I'm gonna follow you in hopes you follow back in hopes for the algorithm, right? I'll, my follow feed is literally just I go through. I just swipe and I like. I swipe and I like. On one sitting, I don't do two accounts because that looks spammy, right? Mm. But it's just, it's like I don't care what you're talking about. I don't care what the account is. I just want the engagement and hoping you engage with me back to grow the channel. But that's what that's what social media is. Yeah, that's social. It's it's not real. So it's like I engage by not engaging. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they say that's one of the best best strategies is just engage with people. Yeah. In your network. Or you know, like something, comment on something. Try that's to make how you, it, that's how you grow. Try yeah. to make it genuine. Don't be like a spam bot where you're like, nice shirt and it's like a picture of like a guitar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know and, what I'm saying? And, and and I create a dummy account which is just for commenting. It doesn't follow anybody other than APS. It's a picture of me with my name and I use it only for commenting because I don't want APS to be commenting on anything that's controversial or could be deemed as controversial. Sure. Mm. So I yeah. speak as myself. Mm. So which is why I would comment in your post, Ricky, a uh, comment <laughs> under me and not APS. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where things get misinterpreted, but I think it also it speaks, especially cancer culture, speaks to a grander issue that I see a lot in psychology um, and mental health as well. Um, and it's an issue for a lot of people just from a social spectrum, whether it's on social media or in real life. A lot of people listen. A, to say about a lot of people stuff. listen, but they're not hearing what's being said. And a lot of people are listening to react instead of listening to understand. And more yes. people listen to understand, you'd mm. be in a lot better place in a I lot of different it, situations. I think cancel culture is, uh, like you said, it also extends to real life. Yeah. There's just... Uh, you know, you could be, you know, never speak to people ever, you know, again. Well, my- maybe not for like the most legitimate reason, but, you know, people people cut people off. I call it virtually killing people. Yeah. When you yeah, when is. you go on social media and you block somebody, I or call you that vir- defriend them, defriend them. Yeah. Maybe all platforms. I call that virtually killing someone. Well, actually, Sometimes Ricky, it I've, works. Ricky, I have, a, I have a site question for you, actually. Sure. So. I th- what I'm seeing in social media and in relation to real life or any mm. form of internet, it's that you know, like you used to say, "Oh, you would never say that to me in real life." Like if you read a comment, and go, "Oh, they would never say this." Oh yeah, face. internet soldiers. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but you know what? Social I, media warriors. I feel like we're getting to the place where no, 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 they're gonna start saying it in real life. It, it's already happened. <laughs> it's already happening. Yeah. So, but from a psych perspective, how is? How is the psychology of how people react on the internet bleeding into and meshing and how people interact in real life? Well, when people when people are reacting on the internet um, and getting really ballsy on the internet, it's because you can be anybody you want on the internet. You don't have right. to be that real person. 
Correct. You know, you can be whoever you want. You can be this guy. Like, I can be Ricky Rose on the internet. I'm not. Like, what you hear from me is going to be me. <laughs> you know, regardless, it's probably going to be how I feel. Good thing a lot of my social media is just about jokes and being stupid most of the time. Same. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless I'm in my feelings about something, I need something to be said. I'll, you know, I'll say that verbatim. But, you know, I think it got to a point um, where a lot of things happen where there was a big movement of you should be the same person you are in real life as you are on social media. There was a little bit of that movement going on. Um, and for a lot of times, especially with the people who start becoming really outlandish, there is a motivation from somebody that they admire, from somebody in a bigger, in a in an understood authority figure that says, no, you should, you could be able to say what you want or do whatever the hell you want. Who's going to stop you? It's a free country. Um, right. As for example, when Trump got into power as president, you know, there seemed, there appeared to be a giant influx of people essentially quote unquote coming out of the woodwork and saying all this wild shit that you never heard before you're like grandma what yeah you know? the, 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 the assholes had a, had a figure yeah they, they, somebody, they felt safe they yeah, felt safe to come they out they felt and... safe they felt protected yeah. they said the man in charge told us we can say all these things and it'll be okay so it's gonna be okay so a lot of the time when people start coming out of the woodwork it's because some sort of perceived authority figure or someone that they have given power to Mm -hmm. um to influence them uh gives them that you know kind of trans or transient power to do is because so and so did it so i can do it as well right and let, let me let me pause you right there yeah. i would much rather those people be exposed in the light than hide and not know about them in the dark yes, what comes to dark will always come to light at some point yes. yes like they it's more important that they are we need Even to know who they are. You need to know who they are, and you need to know what they're saying, and you need to know how to combat their bullshit. Correct. And you can't do that by keeping them in the dark and pushing them underground. I agree. And that just causes more problems. And you're like, oh, wait, January 6th happened? How'd this happen? Well, you would have seen it coming if you didn't push them underground. <laughs> and or if you were the, or, or or the sometimes FBI. They, sometimes they <laughs> are deliberately underground. Yes, and yes. they are deliberately, you know, hiding things and planning things, which yeah. is part of a January sixteenth. But some of them, like the FBI, yeah, and well, some I mean, of them were blatantly, <laughs> some of them were blatantly obvious about it. And we just ignored it, like, like oh, the FBI, you crazy person. He said, like the FBI, like the FBI, the, oh, FBI, yeah. the FBI knew about nine eleven. So the CIA, all right, yeah. they fucking knew about. Let CIA it knows about a lot of stuff. They didn't. It is, I think it was it was an intelligence blunder. Well, they didn't communicate with each other. Right. That's why the right it, that's hand why was not talking to the left hand. Well, the right hand doesn't talk to the left ever. That's the yeah, big and problem. I also think it, that, it, that's I a think whole it's, other conversation, a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole other. It's it's deeper than just them not talking to each other. I think there was yeah. a lot more involved yeah. in it. Mm. But yeah, like I, I am generally concerned about the craziness of social media. It is slowly and now more quickly bleeding into real life, mm -hmm. and people need to remember that. Listen, social media isn't real. It's not real. How I present myself on TikTok. May or may not be how I am in real life. It depends on the circumstance. Yeah. Right? But when I'm behind this microphone, I am at a heightened state. My senses are already at 11, so it comes out at me at 11. Right? Um, and how I talk on here is different than how I'll talk in private because in private, you know, I'm more relaxed. I'm more calm. Mm -hmm. It's it's more <laughs> So he's not always screaming, guys. Not no, always... he's not. It's well, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, but, but like, even so, like, people who are this, the craziest people – the algorithms also push the crazy because people like to see crazy. Like mm -hmm. no one, if you start, no liking one cares about the normal middle. If you start liking uh, crazy, especially things, on you YouTube, get... especially on YouTube. Yep. 
you could like look up a conspiracy theory and, and you next thing you'll get and just let autoplay go. Oh, yeah. it's awesome. And before you know it's it, awesome. Before you know it, your JFK's alive. The moon landing wasn't real. <laughs> Lizard the moon, people the are moon's everywhere. flat. You know, <laughs> the moon's flat. The world's flat. No, no, no. <laughs> the moon's not flat. No, the Earth's not flat. That's the moon that's flat. No, people. There is a whole group of people oh, yeah, that think Earther? the Earth is flat. No, yeah, the, the Earth. The Earth's actually. Harry Irving thinks the Earth is flat. The yeah. Earth's yeah, actually yeah. a trapezoid and made of a bo- giant boombox. <laughs> <laughs> I do follow a TikTok called Inter- I do follow like a, a factual scientific TikTok called Interstellar News, and it has some wild, wild um, yeah, dude, pretty revelations cool. about about the galaxy. And I'm just like, yeah. Jesus, this is crazy. For instance, like if you look at an actual picture of the galaxy, all the galaxies are connected um, in a way that it looks like a braid. It looks like neurons in oh. a brain. Oh my god! Don't be telling me that. I'm oh just- man. So like I I like I watched it and I was going wait a minute and I went I like I got a high idea but I don't smoke but like I got a, I was like what if we're just what if we're just a piece of a per, of a higher being's brain and that's well what it's, the there's is. entire yeah. theories is saying that we're in a uh, holographic universe also as well there's also like, like backed up by renowned physicists yeah like that also believe like like P, uh, Nobel Prize winning physicists. Mm-hmm. That think that uh, oh, and multiversal theory was also yeah, exactly ex- exactly so um, something and contested. And they well. said that the equation for the cosmos is actually similar. It's the same equation. Oh, it's twenty. For, it's a uh, twenty-two, I believe. If you they watch, say it's this. If you read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it's the same uh, equation for the equation for the cosmos is the same as internet search engines. <laughs> that's a that's a good. And point. they're like, yeah, we might just be in like a computer, like simulation, holographic. Uh, Thing from a higher dimension. Listen, it's Men in Black tried to tell us stuff. at the end of all of their movies that we were just a small little piece of the world. Like we should have oh, paid yeah. attention. Yep. But uh, the rabbit hole goes deep if you let that autoplay go. <laughs> you'll start believing. The, 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 the thing that keeps me up at night is that if the Earth just exploded tomorrow, mm-hmm. everything that ever happened never happened. That's a good well, one. I have another one that'll keep you up. Is that, is that like if the tree falls and no, you no, didn't no, hear no, it? No, that's, 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 that's philosophical. There, there's, there's no recorded history of it. It's gone. There's yeah, no one there's, left there's to no find it. There's no recorded history of anything. As far yeah. as we know. If, yeah. if, if, if there were aliens that visited, then yeah, yeah, there and, might unless, be something. Unless, we, unless, unless we've been observed already, which is that's totally, it's totally possible. possible. That's what I'm saying. But, you know, as far as we know, if the Earth explodes tomorrow, anything that ever happened never happened. You want to you have another one that will keep you yeah, up at night please. for a while? Please, I'll be on the toilet. Um, it's really simple. The brain named itself. I hate you. <laughs> oh, yeah. you son of a yeah, bitch. that's funny. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna go for a loop. You're gonna be in a loop for a long the, time. The brain, man. Somebody, somebody, somebody put me on some stuff, man. I got some, I got some wild things floating around in my head too. <laughs> the brain named itself. All right, boys. It's perfect place. To, uh, perfect place to end. Uh, Ricky. Chris, let it come on, Ricky. Ricky, all the plugs, King's Wings podcast, your bar, anything you want to plug. Oh, my God. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, my name is King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador Biggs across all social media outlets, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, Snapchat, some people's DMs, less people's text messages, B-I-G-Z, Ambassador Biggs is a good one for you, Will. Uh, find my other podcast uh, at Wrestle Addict Radio. That's where you're going to listen to it, wherever you're listening to any of your podcasts, Wrestle Addict Radio. Find Wrestle Addict Radio's social media at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio everywhere else. You can find me each and every week on Kings of Rings podcast along with Mr. Will Tarashock, uh Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. live on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Facebook. Um, if you want to listen to us, uh, if you don't want to watch us live, the replay will always be up on YouTube and on Twitch. Um, 
but if you want to listen to us, you can follow us at KOTR underscore podcast across all social media. We really would like the likes and the follows and all of that fun stuff because we're actually kind of growing on YouTube, which is good. Um, I also, uh, if you go to any of my social media pages, I also have my own personal podcast called uh, Tales of an Epic Nature, um, as well as my own personal blog as well. It's on a link tree on all of my uh, social media accounts, my my uh my personal blog is something that will took his took this from it's called ambiguous thank you for the name by the way You're ambiguous welcome. tales of an epic nature <laughs> <laughs> yes so that's that's pretty much all of my plugs so yeah check out my latest tiktok because apparently i look like keith lee ironically enough yep yep someone right. commented like oh you thought it was keith lee for a second i was like god if i had a guy <laughs> like bro, bro it is fuck swerve that's what you should <laughs> i should <laughs> all right chris nobody you my friend Cube Recording Studios. Cube Recording Studios handles the audio, the video. We can do it all. As you can see, we're live on all the platforms. Thanks to Will, live streaming, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all of the things. We're out here. You can catch us every Monday night going live now. It's going to be fun. Unknown, unnamed nonsense segment on Talking with Tara Shook. Look us up. Back to you, Will. And ladies and gentlemen, my name is Will Tarash. That's T's and Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. This podcast, well, this least version of the podcast might be on a bit of a hiatus, Christian, because me and you got some work to do with our Podcasting 101 series. So that is going to be some work. We'll talk more about that later in the week and going into the next coming weeks. But all the clips, all the clips, I saw some clips close with Zach, some clips close with Christopher. And some clips to post from this podcast. There's going to be a lot of them because we're an hour and a half tonight. But yeah. check all those out on TikTok. We are 22% of the way towards our goal. That is 1,000 followers to go live. And once that happens, this show's going to blow the fuck up. And I <laughs> cannot wait to blow up with all of you because this earth is going to end. <laughs> we're all going to die. Tizen Thomas, A-R-A-S-H-U-K. If you want to be a guest like my friend Ricky, uh, email me, will at APSpodcast.com. Let me know why I will get you on. This week I'm off talking to an author. Um, about the World Cup, talking about soccer and language. Uh, in November, I got someone on, a financial planner, so I can't wait to talk about him and be, ask us why the economy is a lie. So that's going to be a lot of fun coming up. It's Will at APSpodcast.com to be a guest. If you want to ask your own questions, put them in the chat, put them anywhere, DM me on social media, at Talk with Tara, like anyone, anywhere podcast can be found, or APS Podcast on Twitter. I'll be back next time with, I don't know, we'll see, but I'll see you then. Until then, y'all take care.